You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. It's Tuesday, which means it's property segment time. And we're taking a look at an interesting observation that has uh, come out of late uh, in the property space, or rather in uh, the population redistribution space, so to speak, and that's affecting the property space. Um, We're looking at the trend that we've seen of late with expats coming back to South Africa and choosing where to settle. Uh, I'm joined on the line by the principal uh, at Chaz Everett for Santon and Bedford View. Uh, That's Rory O'Hagan. Good evening, Rory. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time. Uh, it looks as though expats are electing to resettle in Gauteng of all provinces, as opposed to what I suppose many would assume would be provinces like the Western Cape. Uh, is there a reason for that? I mean, one of the things or the trends we're finding at the moment is that the reality is Gauteng has become the attractive place to be from a business perspective, because like it or not, I often say Santon is the Manhattan of Africa. So, you know, this is where all our major institutional head offices are. And what we're finding is that people that have emigrated or semigrated are realizing that they need to be back at the institutional headquarters if it's an institution or they need to be uh, in an, in a work and business environment that is active. So I think what we're seeing is is a trend where people are um, understanding that Zoom te- teams, etc., are not necessarily the medium of choice for meetings and more and more people want to be physically in meetings and in so doing, are returning to the offices and a lot of the head office and offices are in Johannesburg as are then the opportunities. Mm. So there's a segment of people that are returning back to the Gauteng area. And also there's a diversity in property values because you've got, I'll take an example if I may, the Atlantic seaboard average sales property price, 8.2 million in the last year in Johannesburg, Santon, 2.3 2.3 million average sales price. So you're getting a much better value for money and a great lifestyle in the Johannesburg area as well. So the trend is people are moving back to Johannesburg. We are seeing an uplift in that. Rory, are people investing more in primary residences, investing in investment properties in in terms of this uh, return to uh, the Gauteng province? It's a cross-section that we're seeing. So... You know, a lot of people, and I'm going to qualify this by saying on the yield and investment side, there has been, for example, in the Santon area, an oversupply of apartments available for sale. And in so doing, obviously, your yields are not at the level that they should be. So we've seen a far lower yield than one would have been able to enjoy in the past. Uh, sufficed and obviously higher interest rates and higher inflation has pushed levies and the cost related to owning apartments. So the investment market hasn't been as strong as it was, let's say, five or six years ago, and the driver to invest hasn't been as strong. However, there are specific apartment towers and apartment blocks that people are investing in because the yields are, you know, in some are 
relatively high relative to others. But a lot of the people returning are buying in Johannesburg, and let's take a figure of 10 million rand. You can get incredible value for 10 million rand in Johannesburg, which, you know, is 440-odd thousand pounds. And people are, are saying, well, you know, I can live abundantly in Johannesburg. I can have a quarter of an acre of land and live well as opposed to living somewhere else where I'm going to get a fraction of the value. Mm. And so that, so it's mainly buy, we're seeing a lot of buy to live and a massive pickup in that. Mm. Rory, you touched on something around the oversupply. And I mean, we've definitely seen that in the Gauteng province and in other provinces, uh, developers like Baldwin that have been able to create endless complexes in a very short space of time. Is the oversupply within the market um, being driven by decisions around things like security? Are uh, expats electing to come back and stay in gated complexes, security complexes, as opposed to freestanding homes? Uh, And are they considering things like uh, whether or not they need to pay transfer duties as part of their decision-making process? So that's a very interesting question because property prices generally have come down to an average of 24% in the Gauteng area. And there are certain areas where you can get properties maybe 40% less than what you would have paid for them a couple of years ago. So the reality is the value is there and having to pay transfer duty becomes a moot point because you're getting great value. You're buying a resale property at a relative discount to market, if that makes any sense. So the developers and development properties, I mean, if, if we go back 10 to 12 years in the Santon area, let's let's say, uh, there's a proliferation of developers applying for rights to develop different properties. What's happened then is the market turned because a lot of people that would have bought Santon was emigrating to the Western Cape. So there was this amazing excess, if I can call it that, of apartments available for sale in and around the Santon area. That's slowly being taken up because developers have, a lot of developers have also shifted their focus down to developing in the Western Cape, but everything's supply and demand driven, as we all know. So what starts to happen is that Johannesburg then has an oversupply, property prices are pushed down, so people are getting great value here and people are now starting to focus their energy and time into buying more sort of Gauteng-based properties where they're getting better value. You go down to the Western Cape, as I said earlier, the value is at a different level. Mm. Rory, are we still seeing that the semigration uh, trend towards the Cape um, is ongoing? I mean, we know that there are some individuals that uh, still would prefer to um, venture down towards the Western Cape and uh, along the Garden Route. Are we still seeing that with the return of expats that the semigration towards the Cape is still fairly popular for those that want or that are looking at retirement as opposed to looking at continuing to work? 100%. 100%. There's still a drive for people to walk, to live. And it's, I think post-COVID, there is still a major drive for people to, to live the lifestyle. And the lifestyle that is definitely Western Cape Garden Route, as you mentioned, uh, and Natal North Coast. But I think the reality of having to have a presence in Johannesburg is growing. People are realizing more and more they have to, you know, to be able to commute to and from Johannesburg can be expensive. The cost of flights is, you know, it's not cheap to come backwards and forwards every week and to have to arrange accommodation up here. And I think that's driving people's decisions to come 
back to Joburg. Suffice to say, there are people that are lifestyle-driven and perhaps people that are nearing the retirement age that are semigrating down to the Western Cape. But there has been a notable drop in property sales in the Western Cape as well, uh, you know, in the last 12 months. Rory, uh, you mentioned something earlier about the costs of properties coming down quite significantly, uh, obviously owing to a couple of factors such as oversupply, such as uh, possibly even lower demand on on that side and elevated interest rates. Do you think that uh, the property market at the moment uh, would benefit from interest rate cuts in terms of creating a more attractive environment for uh, home buyers, whether that's in Gauteng or uh, in any of the other regions? Uh, Do you think that with this expectation that we might see these interest rates come down, we'll see an increase in demand? Or is the consumer still looking to say, maybe we can buy our time a bit more and wait for even better uh, property prices? So I think that consumers are gun shy after 10 consecutive interest rate increases. I think a lot of people have that bought into the property market all of two years ago uh, have seen massive elevation in the amount that they're paying on mortgage bonds and, and such. They are obviously, you know, the pressure has been there. But what we starting, I think the the relief in interest rates coming down and the bank's and uh, mortgage originators that we speak to and deal with, Peter Bond, for example, are talking about a 0.75% basis point drop in the next 12 months. And banks are talking anything in between 0.75 and 1%. If that, if that starts to happen, I think, yes, definitely there'll be a major drive to more people buying into the property space. I think a lot of people have also, we've seen an uplift in rentals uh, while people wait to see what's going to happen. You know, they, they, they became gun shy, as I said. A lot of people have decided to rent, hang in there and see what happens. But uh, if interest rates do come down as much as I'm speaking about, I don't think a 0.25% decrease in interest rates is going to automatically drive demand. But I think if you start to see the 075 to 1% level, people will start to get a bit more optimistic about buying into the property market. And in turn, property values will be driven up. Well, we'll have to leave it at that and see if the markets do start to, or do continue rather, to be as attractive as they have been of late. Thanks so much, Rory. That's Rory O'Hagan, who is the principal at Chaz Everett, a Santon and Bedford View, giving us a sense of the recent trends that we've noted in expats returning to South Africa. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.